being late. Better late than never. Happy Sunday, everyone. Thank you guys so much for joining with us here at Hope City Church. Hey, we want to thank you again for joining with us here at Hope City Church. And today we're going to talk about, here we go, yes. why, uh -huh. in our series of why, yes. why should I, or we can say we, if you want to make it a community thing, yes. why should I trust God? Yeah. In our series, why? Why should I trust God? That's what we're talking about today. Why should yeah. we trust God? But before we do, we want you to like, share, and hit that notification bell yes. here at Hope City Church. And uh, also, we want to give you opportunity to financially support Hope City Church and our mission to spread the good news um, of Jesus across social media. Which I think is so good and so important. Um, and I want to start us off, open us up uh, with the Bible, the B-I-B-L-E. That's, That's the, the book, book for me. me. Uh, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9. Proverbs is in the Old Testament of the Bible. The Bible is broken up into two parts, the old and the new. And Proverbs is in the old. It Here. says, honor the Lord with your wealth and with the best part of everything yes. you produce what I love is God uses us to produce great things. And then God says, all that you produce and all of your wealth, give the best part. Why? So we can honor God with what he has given us. Yeah. You know, we honor God with our treasures. We're going to honor God with our time. We're going to honor God with our talents. I think, it, you know, it's something that we can begin to do. And I want to encourage you to start today. If you're not giving, if as you're part of Hope City Church and you're not giving this morning, click the link in the description or it's posted in the chat box and start giving today. Um, I want to pray for us as you're preparing or in process of giving this morning. Holy Spirit, we want to be difference makers, God, in our circles of influence. Give us ears to hear what it is that you're saying to us today. God, hearts to receive your words. God, let it take root in our hearts. God, let it grow and flourish. And God, let us have hands of action. God, not just to be hearers of your word, God, but to be doers also. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. So again, we like you. We thank you for cl clicking that like, yes. share, and hit the notification bell so you can know when we go live um, in the future. Every Sunday we go live, 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. Yes. From the great state of Iowa. Yes. Yeah. We can translate that to other other times. Wherever you're at, you figure it out on your own. <laughs> it's great. So today we're going to talk about why yeah. can I trust God? We're in a series, a six or seven part series on yeah. the, the question why. So, yeah. you know, just different questions. Why can I trust God? But you know what, Pastor Andrew, this is what I was thinking. Yeah. Maybe the better or, or, or the best way, I don't know if the best way, but the, a better way to say it is this. How yeah. can I grow to trust in a God yeah. I don't see? Yeah. So, and I can't touch. Maybe I can't, can't feel. feel. Yeah. You know, um, so, how, so good. So here are three ways, three, three thoughts to consider um, how I can trust. Uh, how, how do I grow and trust in a God that I don't see or can't see? Number one, you question. Number two, you pray. Yeah. And number three, you surrender. So in this in this message today, why should I trust God or how can I trust in the God I don't yeah. see or I can't see? You question, you pray, you surrender yes that's your segue i i was getting there. that's your segue girl i was getting there i was, I was that's your segue get it your turn we are You're now going to turn to the new testament of the bible and we're going to go to mark chapter 9 verses 17 through 24 i'm going to read it out of the mev 
which the modern English, English version. version. I, mean, I, was like, I like that. I know the modern. It's and very. So it's, it's good. If one. you're reading your Bible in the translation that you read it in, like yeah. growing up, I read it in the New King James. Then I uh, we went to the ESV. A lot of different things, but now I actually read and listen to my Bible mostly in the New Living Translation. Of course, unless I memorize something, then I have to go back to the New King James. The modern English. You know, so open up your Bibles, your physical Bible. If you have one. If you have one. Or on your phone. Maybe you're watching on your phone, so maybe you can do this later. Uh, but open and you version Bible app and open up to Mark chapter 9, verses 17 through 24. It says, it. one in the crowd answered, teacher... I brought you my son, teacher talking to Jesus, who has a mute spirit, can't speak. Verse 18, wherever it takes, wherever it takes hold on him, it dashes him to the ground. He foams at the mouth and gnashes with his teeth and becomes rigid. And I told your disciples so that they would cast it out, but they could not. Verse 19, he answered, oh, faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him to me. So they brought the boy to him. When he saw him, immediately the spirit dashed him, and he fell to the ground and wallowed, foaming at the mouth. He asked his father, Jesus asking the, the, the boy's father, how long has it been since it came to him? He said, from childhood. Often it has thrown him into the fire and into the water to kill him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Verse 23, Jesus said, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Immediately the father, immediately the father of the child cried out with tears, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. We want to take you today and help move you and guide you from I am not sure I can trust God to know I know I can trust God. I think it's important, you know, uh, our faith journey is a movement. It, it is not just a stale, okay, now this is what happened and I'm just going to go on with my life and I'm going to go to church on Sundays and I'm just going to do all of these things. And then when I need God, I'm going to cry out. No, it's a moving of, I, we want to take you from yes, yes. A guiding you like a riverboat captain, you know, and moving you from, I'm not sure if I can trust God in my hard situation, in my circumstances, what's going on around me to I know that I can trust God. Pastor Jaren is going to ask. I don't know what you're going to ask. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Jaren, is it okay to question or ask God questions? No, I think it's horrible. You should never ask God anything. Um, <laughs> it'd be terrible if you did such a thing. Yes, he is, is the great you God. You speak, <laughs> and then you just continue to walk about your life and do all that he says like a robot. If you know he's speaking, that's the question. So, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, 100%. I think you should uh, yeah. uh, um, be okay with asking God questions. You know, I, yeah. in preparing this message, I came across, across this quote. Uh, we're closer to God when we're when we're asking questions than we think we hold out all the answers. Yeah. I mean, we're closer to God when we're asking questions than, man, I know it yeah. all already. And so... Um, I think for sure. Yeah, you can ask God questions. Yeah. I think you you ought to ask God a question, and we're going to teach you how why it's so so important and how yeah. it's just it's life changing to understand yeah. and know. First, I think it's no, like I can't ask God questions. Yes. Um, you know, I think in this passage of scripture, which is a pretty popular passage of scripture, um, 
this was a hurting dad. Yeah. And this is kind of like what he's doing. This hurting dad has come to Jesus and he's asking, you know, he's talking to Jesus, he's asking him questions. He's imploring. He's like, man, you know, if, if you can, you know, and Jesus is going to have this conversation with him. And I, I think, um, why don't you give some background or some context to the, to this passage of scripture to help us kind of understand where this father's coming from? You know, I think, I think it's important. Context is everything, right? We can hear a great quote or people in, in now today's media age, they can take things out of context and post it, you know, and then yeah. turn you into a horrible person or turn a horrible person into somebody that, you know, you want to follow and cheer on when what they said isn't the context of what, yeah. what was being said. So I think it's important, especially in scripture, that we, we keep context of what the scripture is saying. The dad um, had a son who was sick and he was battling an evil spirit. And this would come on, you know, uh, spontaneously. It would happen, you know, in an instant. They couldn't, you know, uh, dictate or uh, uh, what, what is the word I'm looking for? They couldn't predict yeah. when this was going to happen. And so can you imagine as a parent, and I know when my kids are sick or things are going on with them, even as an adult, yeah. but when they were younger and not being able to help or fix them. Yeah. I'm desperate. I am lost and I need that help. Puts you, lost you know, life. and yeah. I think that, you know, in all of our life, in every situation, we get to that point. Questioning is so important in this process of growth. So the dad had a son who's battling an evil spirit. The spirit caused the boy to convulse and to foam at the mouth. And the Sounds dad, pretty terrible. yeah, honestly, yeah. horrible. I'm like, God, please. And, you know, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. you know, terrible. prayer. <laughs> And uh, desperation, you can hear it or feel it when you're reading this passage of scripture from the dad. Sure. The dad told Jesus and then begins to ask Jesus or to question Jesus. And this is what, so is it important uh, as we're going through life and as we're getting to know God and learning how to trust him? I think one of the most important things is to begin to question. Yeah. In the questioning, we learn. In the questioning, we grow. In the questioning in a relationship, yeah. we can move closer uh, to, to, to that person. Yeah. You know, verse 22 says, often it has thrown him into the fire and into the water to kill him. But I love this portion. Highlight it, uh, underline it, write it down. But if you can do anything, this is the dad talking to Jesus. If you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. This is a question, but it is also a hopeful, desperate plea and yeah. an ask. Yeah. You know, so there's different questioning. This one is a desperation. If you can do anything, yeah. he knows who this Jesus is. So if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And I think that's what, if you can do anything, and I've been in that state, yeah. I've been in that place. God, if you can do anything, yeah. God, help me. God, help us, direct us. And that is a great place yeah. to be. I think the more you know God, yeah. the more you know God, the more freedom you experience. Yeah. And the more freedom you experience will lead to you making a difference 
yeah. your everyday life, right. you know, in the world around you. And I think this is what happens. Like this, so this whole series on why is, is helping us to equip you to know God more. Because yeah. we know that if you know God more, you're going to yes. experience a freedom in your life that then you want to share. You'll you'll just naturally, wherever you're planted at, wherever yeah. you know you're living life, you're going to make a difference in the context of the world you live in. Um, I believe this man asked a question to Jesus because his disciples could not help him. Yeah. You saw in the past scripture, I mean, I want your disciples, they couldn't do anything. You know, so I'm coming to you, man. They can't do anything. Maybe you can do I'm something. Going to the source. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. going to I'm going to the one that's clearly doing stuff around here. Right. Um, I would say this if you're wondering why something's happening in your life, go ask God why. That's so good. You know what I'm yes. saying? If you don't know what to do, ask God for some wisdom. Yeah. To do that, you're gonna have to ask some questions. You know, if you're hurting. Cast your cares on God. Yeah. You know, if you if you don't know what to do, go to God. If you know what to do, yeah. go to God. Yeah. If you're hurting, go to God. Yeah. Uh, the more, see, but again, the more you know Him, yeah. the more you'll want to go to Him. Yeah. And the more you go to Him, the more freedom you're going to experience in yes. your life. And the more freedom you experience in your life, you're you're going to. It just it's natural. You'll make a yes. difference in the world around you. Why is it so important? Because He cares for you. You know, um, I wrote this here. God would rather you run to him. Listen to this now. You can put this in the chat box. God would rather you run to him with your questions. Yes. Than run from him with your doubts. Yeah. God would rather you run to him. Yes. Than run away from him. Yes. And, and I think sometimes we get we 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 get nervous about going to God and letting you know the psalmist David says he pour out his heart to God. Yes. Um, one of the greatest freedoms you will experience in life as a follower of Jesus, yes. or just in general, I mean, especially if you're a follower of Jesus, one of the greatest experiences in, in Christianity is when you get to a place in your life where you can pour out your heart to God, yeah. and you'll never do that if you don't know it. Yeah. How do I get to know God? Number one, through the scriptures. Yeah. You read the Bible, you meditate, you pray, you praise, you get into, you create an atmosphere in your home, in your car, wherever you're at. You become a person, a vessel that yes. is filled with the anointing of God. You become a vessel yes. filled with the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit lives in you. Anyways, God would rather you go to him yes. with your questions than run from him with your doubts. Number one, your question. Uh, number one, you question. Number two, Pastor Angie. Number two, you pray. You know, the one of the we I think the the moment from question to pray is a hard transition to get to because mm -hmm. we think that we have to have a certain approach. You know, and it's like when you yeah. go to your mom and dad or you go to someone and you need to talk about something difficult, or you want to ask a question. I want to go out tonight, mom and dad. You know, can I take the car? And you're afraid of the no, so we don't we 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 spend so much time on the approach, we forget the, the, the relationship aspect yes. and, the, and the, the purpose of praying in the first place. We can go to God yeah. in our questions and frustration. We can be upset. We can be a lot of things. But when we move from question to pray, beginning to have a conversation yes. and talking to God about my current situation and circumstance, about what's going on in my life, beginning to pour my heart out and cast yes. my cares and my burdens on the one that can take that burden, that heaviness away from me. If we look at our text, this hurting dad wonders if Jesus can do anything. I've been there. You know, going through a hard time, you know, battling with cancer, you know, everything looks good on the outside, but on the inside, you know, there's a time where it's like, God, can you, can you step in and help me with this? Right. Verse uh, 23 said, Jesus said, if you can believe all things are possible 
to him who believes. Can I tell you as Christians, we sing a lot of songs talking about this God, all things are possible. But when it comes to the rubber meeting the road, we actually don't believe it. We can sing and we can say things, but when it comes down to the depths of our heart, we're afraid to get to the deep things because we are afraid that maybe we don't know. That we don't trust. And if we don't trust, what is God going to do? Is he going to see all of that that is going on inside of me? Jesus says, if you can believe all things are possible to him who believes, immediately the father of the child cried out with tears. And I love this. Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. Because there is a tension. There is, you know, a battle going on. Yes, I believe, but there's this this doubt and this unbelief that is still deep down in there. And you're like, God, I believe, but help my unbelief. The dad is struggling. He asks a question, then he prays. Help me, I want to believe. I sort of do. Not all the way. I kind of, I believe. Yes, no, maybe. And you're like one foot out, one foot in. You know what Jesus didn't do? He didn't come back and say, hey, you know what? When you have more faith, you just come talk to me. That's not what Jesus did. Jesus met him at his moment and he acknowledged his question and acted on his small faith. Remember, our faith starts as a mustard seed and then grows. A little faith in a big God will always defeat a little bitty devil. So in closing, so in closing. I want us to be encouraged yeah. by these students saying three things. How do I grow this trust of a God I don't yes. see? Can I trust God? Why should I trust God? Yeah. How do I grow? And we're talking to Christians here. Yeah. I don't expect we don't expect unbelievers to trust God, but we we want our our Christians Christians together yeah. for us to grow in our that we can trust Him. Yeah, we can trust Him. And how do we how do we grow in that? Number one, you question. Yeah, you ask God some questions. Number two, you pray. And number three, you surrender. You surrender. Mm-hmm. Um, could be number one. Really, you have to be in a, in a place of surrender before you question. Really, but I think you surrender. Number one, you you question. Number two, you pray. Yeah. Number three, you surrender. One of my favorite verses in the Bible, Proverbs chapter three, verses five and six. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. There's some things in our life, man. You will not understand. We'll never. You'll never yeah. understand. You yeah. just. You know, why do, you know, bad things happen to good people? Why do good things happen to bad people? You know, it's just, uh, you, 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 you won't be, you'll never be able to understand it. We spent so much try, time trying to understand the understandable, yeah. the non-understandable. Is that right? Sense? We try to understand things that can't be understood. Yeah. Right. Um, trust in the Lord with all your heart. How do I get there? I got to know him. Yeah. The more I know him, the more freedom I'll find, the more freedom I'll find, the more difference in my world I'll make. It's, it's a progressive work, right? Uh, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. Yeah. And he'll direct your path. So um, what does it mean to surrender? I mean, that's a so real good. question. And I think um, I think it means you, as you grow in your faith, you will choose yeah. to trust God even when you don't understand. Yeah. Why is this working out in my life? I was doing A, B, and C, and I was going in the right direction, and this happened. You know, worked hard. I did this. I did that. You know, man, I did all, man, I did, I, I, I'm part of married for life and, and I'm doing all that. I've read the four, five languages, 27 languages. And my wife still walked out on me. Yeah. I was trying and he still, my kids don't want to, my job, 
I'm doing all this stuff, God, and it's I'm going the opposite direction. Yeah. I'm eating organic. I'm working out. I'm doing all those. Doing things, everything. Sleeping my eight hours. I'm, I'm doing all. I'm doing I'm it all. Still I'm doing it all that yeah. I know to do. Yeah. And then this is happening in my life because we don't really know Him. Yeah. As deep as we think we do. Yeah. We're not walking in freedom. And definitely, if we're not walking in freedom, we don't know Him. We're not making a difference. Yeah. We're not even making a difference in our own life, and then we start getting beat up about that, and you know, there's pressure of all life begins to rest on us. You see, surrender is, I choose to trust God, yeah. even when you don't understand. Yeah. I mean, my friends, can I help us with something? We're on social media in a lot of places. And we see a lot of writings from a lot of Christian people, a lot of thought leaders, a lot of everything. My friends, can I just help you with something? You're going to die someday. Yep. It's your loved ones are going to die. You're going to die. Yeah. You, people are going to get sick. People will get hurt. People will get broken. It, it's it's just an, it's inevitable. It's part of life. Yeah. And when we get wrapped up in that, we get to reject a God we don't see because obviously God would never allow this to happen in our lives. We misunderstand the very nature of God. Do I know him? What does it mean? I choose to trust God. Even I think this, Pastor Andrew, we're going to do. Is we don't really care too much about what it means to surrender yeah. to God. We hear a lot about God loving us, but we don't really hear too much about what it means to surrender to God. And I believe this. If you can't live a life of surrender, you'll never know him. Yeah. You'll, you'll never be able to ask those questions. You won't really pray. Right. You won't really you won't really deep dive. You won't really learn how to do this. And I think we should uh, teach a little more in depth. So we'll make a pause. We'll take a little, we want to deep dive a little more into this under this thought out of Proverbs chapter three, verse five and six, where it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Because I think, you know, and I think it's important. We we think trusting in God is, okay, I'm going to quote Hebrews chapter uh, 11, verse one, you know, uh, faith is the substance right. of things yeah, yeah. hopeful, the evidence of things unseen. Yes, that's part of it. You know, uh, let go and let God. We have these great pithy statements that we say, but what does it really mean? In the songs, Jesus take the wheel, you know, and it's like, yes, you know, all of those things. But what does it mean and how does it affect my life? Let me add one thought and I will share uh, some next steps. Trusting God means that no matter what happens, you believe that God loves you and is working all things together for your good. I think this is important. A lot of times we think when when life is good, God loves us. When life is bad, I did something to deserve, you know, when life happens. But we have to remember trusting God means that no matter what happens, because bad things are going to happen. Yes. Life happens. We're in a fallen world. Our bodies will eventually not be here. We try to control the inevitable. You believe that God loves you and is working all things together for your good. We would love for you to take the next steps here at Hope City Church uh, by joining our online community group, which is on Facebook. Um, and it's a great opportunity for us to encourage one another, to be encouraged, and to be in a group of people where you can get prayer, where you're like-minded, where other people are on this journey together to grow and to understand what, why I'm here on earth and what purpose do I have uh, here. And we would love for you to do that uh, 
you have questions, put those in the comments. Uh, don't forget to like uh, us here on social media and share today's message, inviting other people into yes. the conversation, because I think this is an important one that we have, not just one and done, but on a continuous basis. Let me pray for us. Lord, we thank you yes. so much. We pray for the Hope City Church community, all those that are watching um, live now or later on in the week or the months to come or the years to come because of the power of social media and video, Lord. So we pray for each person that we get to know you deeply and we'll find some freedom in our life. And as we get to know you, we'll find some freedom in our life. We're going to make a difference in the world, in the context, the place you've planted us in. The city, the state, the region, the nation, the, the nation that we live in, the job, the school that we go to. But yes. we're there for a purpose. Help us to see your divine purpose for those around us as we're getting to yes. know you deeply. Or help us to trust you more this week than we ever have before. Yes. In Jesus' name. Thank Amen. you, Lord. See Amen. Peace.